0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, that's me, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: This podcast is supported by FedEx. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available
0: plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
3: Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
0: I could stay here forever.
3: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery
4: And now, the man who travels over 400,000 miles each year, your travel detective, Peter Greenberg.
0: Hi everybody, Peter Greenberg here and welcome to the podcast that's done from a different location around the world every single week. One day Canada, the next day Thailand, then New York, London, you just never know. This week we come to you from Bloomington, Minnesota, home of Super Bowl LII, and we're coming to you actually from the Mall of America. I mean, there's just so much activity going on here, this this town has just exploded. Joining me now, uh, a a repeat visitor. Uh, Last time we were here, I think from the Radisson Blue um, at the Mall of America, and uh, we're back at the Mall of America with the mayor of Bloomington, Gene Winston, How are you, sir?
5: It's good to be back. On Super Bowl weekend. Busy
0: weekend. No kidding. I mean, town's on the map.
5: It's, uh, it's great. Well, you need to know that I'm the mayor of the city of Bloomington, so therefore I'm going to announce that Bloomington is the center of the universe. So <laughs> it's always been on the map, right in the middle. All right. Does this
0: conclude your promotional uh, appearance? Now? Yeah, I can do more. I, I know. That was scary. What's changed just for this weekend?
5: For this weekend, uh, I think what's changed is that the whole community, the whole region is embracing the Super Bowl coming here, and so everybody is just being out and about and friendly and appreciating the people who are coming to visit, and everybody is seeing what's happening and everybody's participating. So the visitors and the locals are all together just kind of making it a great weekend.
0: And, you know, it's too bad the Vikings aren't here to host it.
5: Well, you know, we all have our dreams, and some of them never come true. So.
0: Never say never.
5: Never say never.
0: No, look, look, you know, look. You could be the Cleveland Browns.
5: There's always a darker side to everything, yeah, see, isn't yeah, there? Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I think the Vikings are going to come back.
5: Uh, they've got a chance to do a good job again next year. They'll be back.
0: But for people listening to the show who don't know where you sit on the face of the map, Bloomington, where are you?
5: Well, Bloomington, if you take our metropolitan region, uh, we are just within it. We are Bloomington is the third largest city uh, in this region, and uh, it's right with Minneapolis and St. Paul. We're just to the south of Minneapolis and St. Paul and a big part of this region.
0: And you've been here for a while.
5: Uh, yes, uh, I'm in my fifth term, 19th year as mayor, and uh, still enjoying it.
0: They let you stick around for five terms?
5: Uh, no one else wants the job.
0: Okay, I'm just double-checking. Yeah. I mean, not many people can claim they're a five-term mayor.
5: It's, it's been a great community, a great city, and uh, so it's been a privilege, really, to serve as the mayor.
0: What about, let's, let's take ourselves outside of this particular weekend, because that's only one weekend out of 52. What And, of course, we've got the Mall of America, which, by the way, in all interests, I have to tell people, I do fly in to shop here. I mean, I have, it's, it's a little scary, but I'm not the only one who flies into shopping.
5: No, you're not. Uh, we're fortunate. We get many, many uh, people coming from around the nation, but even a lot of international visitors just coming into the mall. It's such a special place.
0: I mean, at a time when so many malls in this country are failing uh, and retail is being redefined, you guys are basically growing.
5: It is. It's growing. A lot of new amenities, a lot of new features and attractions. And the other thing, too, is what people don't realize, the Mall of America is now 25 years old. Yeah, that's scary to me. I'm sorry. I have to say that what they have done is they've kept improving, you know, enlarging and really embracing all things uh, retail entertainment, and it's proven to be successful. Well,
0: the one thing that I noticed right away, I mean, the the Radisson Blue and the JW Marriott, I mean, these are like really upscale hotels in a place where you wouldn't expect to find those hotels in a definite or or traditional mall. Uh,
5: Totally true, and what you see is you're exactly right. What's changed is we've seen that be part of the change of all that's going on, and Really, it's just the upgrading of the whole area, and it's really uh, raised the whole bar within the city of Bloomington and all of its hotel properties. Well, speaking of bars. Bars. yeah, No, no, I'm talking about Ike's Food and Cocktails. Well, that's, now who's putting in the shameless plugs? I want to thank you. I
0: just want to know, you're you're hyphenate.
5: Yes. You're a mayor, and you
0: run a bar and grill.
5: Well, we've got a couple of locations. Oh, here it comes. Uh, so, here you comes. know, you, you asked, I'll tell. It's <laughs> it's just the way it works. No, we've our family uh, is in the restaurant business, and we've got a couple. We've got one outlet, downtown Minneapolis. It's been there for 15 years and very well established, doing well. And within the last couple of years, what else is new? We've opened another Ike's Food and Cocktails in Bloomington, Minnesota as well as we do have outlets out at the airport. Okay, you can stop now. Okay, Okay. well, you you asked. I had to to ask you.
0: Okay, but let's go back to the whole idea of hosting a Super Bowl, because it's sort of like what a lot of other communities and cities around the world try to do for the Olympics. Happens once every four years. It gives them an opportunity to really upgrade their infrastructure, get their act together. For, For an event that lasts only two and a half weeks, and there are things that there's, well, there's evidence that people would say that it's not a great investment in the long term. The number of communities that want to host uh, Olympics now is actually dropping because the return on investment to them is not what they thought it was going to be. But this is different. This is a, a, a basically a week-long event leading up to the game, when you think about it. Uh, and it's literally putting you on the map and people who didn't even know where you were.
5: Exactly right. What you see is... What's fortunate about something like a Super Bowl, we're able to use our existing infrastructure. We've got U.S. Bank Stadium, a great facility that uh, is going to be hosting it, but we're able to then, you know, use the infrastructure of our hotels and all those things. When you talk about an Olympics, uh, something down those lines, I mean, they've got to build a whole lot of venues to uh, host it and things like that, and people are finding it's maybe not the greatest investment. But uh, we're able to take ours, lever it, and uh, really... You're here in town, so look at all the exposure our community is getting. It's uh, it's just great to see people get to get to know it a little better, and maybe it'll be a place they visit.
0: Should I say it again? Ike's Food and Cocktail. No, okay.
5: Yeah, no, no, no. no, a, no, no. I'll, I'll give you the address. No, don't, the don't, website. don't, don't, don't you dare. You'd like to don't
0: you go there. But the bottom line is, you didn't really have to increase your infrastructure to be able to handle this.
5: Not at all. We have to work harder at it. We're a lot of planning has gone into. A lot of the visitors are coming. They say a million people will be passing through the region. Uh, but how many it,
0: volunteers do you have?
5: There's about thirty thousand people that were interviewed to be volunteers for this event, and you'll see them everywhere. They've got uh, their own wear that they've got on. It's called Crew Fifty Two, and they're out there greeting people. And one of the things—so you that,
0: gave them something to
5: wear? Oh no, they've got great outfits, <laughs> and they can be identified. But what's uh, what's happening is. I'm getting responses. This thing about Minnesota nice is real. And uh, I think that just demonstrates it.
0: Well, they get a chance to be ambassadors to people who have probably never been here before.
5: You'd be surprised, yeah. It's right? A lot of people haven't been here. They fly they, over it. They fly over it, but you get them here once, it's hard to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, it's Sort of like you.
5: Sort of like yeah, me. Exactly. You came like back
0: me. into the show. There you go. Toto, I
2: have a feeling we're not in Kansas
3: anymore.
0: about history and sports. My next guest knows a little bit about that and the region. He's the host of the Sports Huddle right here on WCCO Radio, which in the interest of uh, full disclosure is a CBS affiliate. I do, the, do their station all the time from New York, of course, when I do CBS this morning. His name, Dave Mona. How are you, sir?
2: Very good. Nice to have you here with us.
0: Yeah, so let's, let's start with the
2: bad news first. Are the Vikings jinxed? Well, it could be more than the Vikings. It could be the entire region. But the Vikings certainly appear to be jinxed with 0 for 4 in the Super Bowl. And then when they got close, as they did a week ago, and people's expectations were high because of the Minnesota Miracle. And Well, that that dashed. play,
0: that, listen, I, I've watched that play probably 20 times. Yep. So have you. I mean, first of all, you, you couldn't script it any better, right? You wouldn't dare Last, script it. No, People would reject it. Right. Last play of the game, clock running out. Throwing a ball that, that a might not have been caught, and if it had been caught, the guy should have been tackled. He stays in bounds, yeah. and bingo. Where's the deep man?
2: Nobody there. All they have to do is keep him out of the end zone. They didn't. They weren't playing zone. Nope. They were not playing zone at a time they should have all been lined up at the end zone, right? And two guys knocked out and got knocked out of the play at the point of contact and clear path to the end zone. Unbelievable. So now we can t-
0: we can just talk football all day long. But the bottom line is, when I saw that play, I said they're going.
2: It was like Cinderella time. I think you and everyone else said, if, if we've ever witnessed destiny, we just did, they'll be in the Super Bowl. First host team to ever be in the Super Bowl. Right.
0: So it's never happened before, and it hasn't happened yet because they didn't get there. That's right. right. But we're here.
2: And that's what's important. And this is a Super Bowl town now. It is. It's for the second time. Every 26 years, you know, we host a Super Bowl. <laughs> You had to say that, right? Absolutely. Last Super Bowl, who played in it? Uh, it was uh, Buffalo and uh, Washington Redskins.
0: And the Redskins won.
2: Redskins won. Yep. Yeah. Mark Rippon, quarterback.
0: Oh, now we're really feeling old. Yep. Oh, my God. So can the Vikings come back next
2: year? Yeah, the Vikings have a good football team. interesting that people are talking about here is what are they going to do a quarterback? They've got three quarterbacks, and they've got no quarterbacks because not one of the three is signed long-term. Are you going to franchise Keenum? Are you going to go in the market? Some people here want them to go after Drew Brees, kind of roll the dice all or nothing. Can
0: I do my impression of Keenum? You can. Here it comes. Oh, my God. Remember that? Oh, absolutely. That's what, that's they, they went to him after the pass was caught. That's all you could see on his face. He actually said, oh, my God. Didn't take a lip reader to know what he was well, saying. No, hey, I didn't get by me, so I was very excited about my ability to do that. But how has that
2: changed? Did that play change the region at all? Because the Super Bowl was going to happen here anyway. Well, people here, I think, by, by nature are – Doubters, and I think they, <laughs> they, they, and they've got a lot of experience. We've had all these vice presidents, but never presidents. We've had, you know, people talk about it. How close the Minnesota team? Has hey, come, yeah, Ubert, yeah, Hubert Humphrey, Walter Mondale, Mondale yeah. yeah, Harold Stassen ran every year for you know forty straight years. He did, he did. So you know, there is a lot of that, and I think a lot of people in the dig sketch said, well finally it's our time the jinx is gone we're on our way to the super bowl just that one little stop in philadelphia
0: right so basically now they're on the phone with the chicago cubs asking how they did it
2: absolutely it worked for them Uh, red Sox. uh yeah yeah, they're uh you know they have done other things twins won the world series 87 and 91 uh but i mean it's hard to find championships when people go back to the minneapolis lakers you know that's a reach And for people who don't realize that they were the predecessor to the los angeles absolutely they didn't have a place to play so they left here for the west coast and kept the name and the rest is history absolutely yeah then they won championships they won a lot of championships out there they won a lot of championships here but it was the 1950s and long time ago long time ago so it's you're not necessarily the the highest salary team no, but salaries sort of become equal in the National Football League. Like salary is not the big factor anymore. But some teams figure out how to be there year after year, as we're seeing here. You know, the uh, Patriots are, are back for yet another time. Some seem to be one and done. I think, you know, here are people are trying to figure out how can you be one of those teams that's consistently near the top. You just said it. The Patriots are back three in a row. Unbelievable. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's a credit. In a highly competitive environment, they found a way to win. I know, and I'd like an investigation started immediately. (laughs) Well, you've you've got the airtime. I think you'd be a great candidate to do that.
0: Let's talk about sports in general because, you know, when we did the last piece here when we were doing uh, uh, in Mall of America, I ended up, you know, going shopping, and I went to REI, and I walked in there. I thought, like, Armageddon was coming and everybody was stocking up. I mean, the lines... We're unbelievable for hiking and biking and kayaking. And, I mean, this is truly, I mean, when people talk about Minnesota being land of lakes and land of trails, I mean, this starts in the elementary school level.
2: Yeah, we drove not far from here the other night, and the world's pond hockey championship was going on. Lights set up. It was ten o'clock. Wait, wait, at night. 10 pond o'clock hockey? At night. Yeah, they're just uh, there's out on the ice. You've got kids and you've got seniors out there playing on about 18 uh, contiguous ramps on one of the city lakes. We've got more bike lanes per mile than any other metropolitan area in the United States, and people are still using them. You know, maybe when it's 10 below, they take a day off. But anything above zero and sunny, bike lanes. People bike to work. They bike home. No, they bike all the time. Here. All the time. They're not. They're not really uh, worried about the weather. Well, they they ignore the weather, the, the weather is is what it is, and you learn to adapt.
0: <laughs> What's the fastest growing sport?
2: Well, the fastest growing sport. Uh, Soccer. M- well, maybe it'll be lacrosse. If you, uh, oh, stop! If you, if you talk pace of growth, it may well be lacrosse. Well, wait, based on that, if three people play, that means they're up 300%. You can – if you get six, you've just doubled uh, – <laughs> you're absolutely right. But that is, that's a sleeper out there. But uh, soccer, I think the numbers have leveled off somewhat. But certainly you're seeing a defection from, say, football, high school, pre-high school football to soccer. That, that trend continues. Well, let's talk about that because – in the football arena these days,
0: uh, you know the growing medical concerns about concussion, about sports injuries, there are a lot
2: of parents out there who don't want their kids playing football. Many of them former football players. Many of them former professional football players. Not only their sons, they're saying some of their daughters, they're not sure about soccer for the really? concussion issue. Absolutely.
0: Right. So the concussion protocol is, is expanding.
2: Well, you're talking about getting kids into tackle football later, improving equipment. One of the improvements they make in equipment is they keep making the, the helmets harder and harder. And a lot of the veterans say, hey, it's the helmets that, you know, with a 250 pound person who can run a 4 forty hits you head on with a helmet. They can do a lot of destruction.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, people forget that's like a brick wall.
2: It is. Absolutely. I know. So what's the solution? Well, I think the solution is you'll find some modification rules. I think you'll find participation continuing to lag in some of those. I think the 20-year prognosis for the national football is extraordinarily strong. I'm not sure about the 40-year prognosis. I'm not sure what's going to happen as more and more people start to explore alternatives to some of the collision sports. I mean, look, the thing about the Super Bowl is it really doesn't matter who's playing. People
0: are going to watch the game. Sure. They're also going to watch for the commercials. Absolutely. They're, they're going to watch for the spectacle, the flyby. I mean, all that kind of stuff, right? So, but that's not the game. That's at one
2: event. Yeah, and, and I think that that surpasses the game itself. You've got people tuning in who don't watch football during the year who are shocked somebody just got six points for a one-yard run. Uh, but, you know, they're they're so they're looking. watching
0: because they have to watch because somebody dragged them to
2: a party. Well, I hope... Uh, I stay away from parties because everybody's talking. I like to watch the commercials. I like to watch the activity. But, you know, it's still a huge spectacle, and that's one of the reasons cities participate in the bidding process to try to get these mega sporting events. Well, in this particular case... For Minnesota, or
0: in particular Bloomington, to bid, uh, it's not just about you want the game here because people understand the game. It's because you want people to have visibility of, of,
2: of the city. Yeah, I would argue it's almost more important for the northern cities. I was on the bid team that brought the, the Super Bowl here in 1992. We lost twice before we we were awarded a Super Bowl. And then that time they awarded four, and we were the farthest one out.
0: Okay, I got to ask a stupid question that's really going to date me. In 92, did you have an indoor stadium? You did. We had the Metrodome, which of was Of course. New. Yeah, yeah,
2: relatively new. And so that was part of the pitch. Because now, you
0: may remember, not too long ago, maybe two or three years ago, they did it at MetLife
2: Stadium in New York, which is not an indoor stadium. Yes, I know. No, and that uh, was a cold event. Most most of the North, <laughs> our competitors that year were Indianapolis, uh, Seattle, and Detroit. They were all, the decision was already made at that time. It was going to be an indoor game. Right, but they made an exception for New York. They did. And they lucked out. They, they will tell you that it was great planning. They lucked they out. Was- they lucked out. Are you Absolutely, kidding me? they did. I mean,
0: crazy. Because you guys are used to cold weather in sure. that respect, right?
2: Yeah, you talked to the head of our airport. We our airport's reputation is not only national but global. They are closed the least time in the winter. I know you're an expert in the in the airline area. It's a very safe community to to take the fly into. You're going to be able to get in and and interestingly, it's getting out. I was talking to Brian and he said, you know, everybody talks about getting in here. He said the lobby to get out and some people leave the game. Private jets leave the game after the halftime show to get a good space in line so they can leave. Oh.
0: That doesn't surprise you. It's like L.A. Dodgers fans. They leave in the fifth inning. Yep. They, just go, they want to avoid the traffic on the 101 and the 405. I mean, I mean that's really what happens. I think it's a good similarity, good analogy. People say they want to come here to see the game just so they said they were here, but they don't stay for
2: the whole thing. No, it's amazing. Uh, and the, the flow of people out of the facilities on major events before the end of the game, they'll have 70,000 people in for the game, 55 maybe with two minutes to play.
6: If you are continuing on to another Southwest destination, please
1: make sure that you check the monitors inside the terminal for your proper gate and flight information.
7: If you are continuing on with another airline, we really don't care.
0: My next two guests, I mean, it goes back to, what, 2005, when uh, uh, I called them the Stephanies. <laughs> um, I can do that, right, Kelly? Yeah, can. You I can. You're uh, allowed. Okay, good. Uh, one of the Stephanies was the food editor for the Minneapolis-St. Paul magazine, and her other partner in crime, uh, was Stephanie March. Stephanie Hansen started a radio show called The Weekly Dish on on a Twin Cities station here. And uh, you think it might have to do with food, maybe? Something. Yeah. So let me start off with the obvious, guys, and that is... You know, you have people pouring into the stadium, uh, you know, this weekend for this for the Super Bowl. And even if it wasn't the Super Bowl, when I grew up, stadium food sucked.
4: Hot it, dogs and peanuts. No, it
0: was guess the age of the hot dog in the rotisserie. <laughs> right, right. Right,
7: like crack open a can and that's oh, your hot dog. That was yeah. just about. Yeah,
0: things have changed.
7: Very. Um, We have a lot of great stadium offerings and they're doing some special stadium offerings for the Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, they did. They amped up. We have, you know, a lot of chef partnerships and some local partnerships at the stadium. And then they, of course, sort of bumped it up for the old big game. And so they brought in, you know, an NFC sandwich versus an AFC sandwich. Oh, please. Listen. So guess what they brought in for the AFC? Which is, of course, the Patriots, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Thank oh, you. Yeah, we don't foot, even know. Thank big you, football fans Just checking, that you are, making yes. sure. So they brought in a clam roll, you know, which was a nice thing, you New know. England. Yeah, okay, okay, a little fried sure. clam roll was tasty. Okay. What did they bring in for the Eagles?
0: What was the fish boil?
4: Talons. No, you would think that they'd bring a cheesesteak, right? Right. No. They brought an, an, an Italian roast beef sandwich, which is of the like we have all over the place. I sort of felt cheated. I thought, well, if i an Eagles. You needed a
0: Philly cheesesteak. Yeah,
4: the Eagles are going to come to town. My consolation price should be a cheesesteak. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All I got right. ripped off. I got ripped off.
0: All right, but outside the stadium, the food scene's exploded.
4: It's massive. It's wonderful. Yeah, we're definitely, you know, we consider ourselves to be a pretty great food town. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that we have chefs who are in tune with the agricultural landscape.
7: And we have so many makers here that are making products, and those products get used in the restaurants and sold at retail, and it's just a great scene.
0: But sourcing has changed. I mean, it's so easy to get anything now. It
7: Absolutely. is. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. can just order it on, dare I say, Amazon or Whole Foods. or.
0: I, I will tell you a story, which and, and I'm proud to say I did not become addicted to this. There was a website years ago called igourmet.com. And they prom- they promoted themselves as we can source you anything you want mm-hmm. and get it to you within forty eight hours. I'm in the middle of Milan, and I'm one of those guys who believes that the creamier, the stinkier the cheese, the better.
7: Yes, you got amen. a friend in Stephanie. Okay, yep. amen.
0: So I go in this little little store in in Milan, and there it was the creamiest, stinkiest Gorgonzola ever, the best. Mm-hmm. I couldn't bring it back on the plane, so I took a picture of it. I wrote it down. And then two days later I'm in Amsterdam and there was a smoked Gouda with truffles. <laughs> I went, This is good, give me the label, write this down. And I went back, I said I'm gonna put these guys to the test. I go online and I said this is what I want. Now I live on an island. Uh, and they promised, 48, 48 hours, right? right? I live on an island off the coast of Long Island and I put down that address, right? And gave them my credit card and said this is never gonna happen, right? Two days later I'm on my boat I, and I get a radio call from the ferry captain going, where are you? I said, like, I'm out by buoy four. Right. <laughs> and he goes, I got a package here of dry ice is for you. Uh, they did it. Wow. wow. That's they impressive. They did it. Now, don't ask me how much it cost.
7: Right. Let's okay. not talk about but that. But the
0: point is you can prove the point. You can source anything.
7: You can. But when you live here and yeah. you have cows and tons of cheeses that are locally made and goats and lambs and you got it all that you need.
0: And you mentioned cheese, right? It's all here. Yes. And local farmers doing it.
4: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we do. We have a a Minnesota Cheese Guild, actually, that was just formed a couple years ago. And uh, one of the women who is uh, the founders and the president, she's just a... Just a force of making sure that we promote some of this artisanal cheeses that we are. We kind of keep them a little selfish, quite honestly. We hold, you know, we now hold. You got in. farmers
0: markets. We, we do. do tons we do. of. Them. But can I tell you my bone I have to pick with farmers markets? Do tell. I spent a lot of time in Madison, Wisconsin, who has the best farmers market ever. They have a Dane great County market, right? market is the you best. You know it. Yep. And they have a rule there, and the rule is you can't exhibit at the farmers market unless you're the actual farmer. So people can actually talk to the guy who made the cheese or, or, or cured the beef or smoked the whatever, right? Yeah. And that was pretty cool. That wasn't my bone to pick. My I thought it was cool. That's cool. My bone to pick is I don't live in Madison, right? I live in New York. So I'll see this I think, great, can I get that cheese? Yes you can. Do you ship? No.
7: No. I mean, we we have markets here that most of those farmers would work with that could take care of it. Golden Fag is a market in St. Paul that yeah. can pretty much get any of those items shipped.
0: I mean, it's like if, if I gourmet can find <laughs> right. that gorgonzola she in Milan, Milan and get it to me in 48 hours. And hey, the I'm not talking about Milan. I'm talking can about Minnesota find you on
7: the boat. Well, that's, that's
0: impressive that, too. Well, I know the ferry guy. That's easy. <laughs> but the point is it's accessible.
4: Yeah. And, well, it, and they're it, trying to do this because a lot of the farmer's markets, they can't work all of the farmer's markets. You know, they right. people want farmer's markets all over the place, and they, the farmers don't have enough people to staff it. So, actually, there's a couple, you know, online companies that are forming to do that so that they will shop it for you. So, they only have to be in one spot.
0: A designated shopper. You're yes. right. I love it.
4: Instacart for farmer's markets. <laughs> all right. So,
0: beyond farmer's markets, where we are right now in Bloomington, what's your secret pick? What – where, where – as, as as a food item or a, or a restaurant, where am I going?
7: Um, in Bloomington yeah. in particular? Uh, okay, I'm going to say I love the Twin Cities Grill. They are located in the mall. It's a Lettuce Entertain You restaurant, so they're based out of Chicago, but still Midwest. They have delicious burgers, and they have these fries that have this, like, vinegar salt on them that I'm crazy about.
0: So basically— you can shop and eat.
7: Yes,
4: I got two for you. Yeah. I got one called the Mandarin Kitchen, which is a uh, which is a Chinese restaurant in town in Bloomington here. They have dim sum. They are widely known in the Twin Cities. The best dim sum. Dim sum. I'm there. The and it is you will be waiting in line with a ton of Chinese families. And so that's number one. The other one is called Wally's Roast Beef, and it is only open for lunch. And it's just down the way. I'm literally going to point toward it. And it is uh, it is it is only open for lunch, in, and it's in the basement or the ground level of an office building. And it is the softest most succulent beautiful roast beef sandwich you've
7: ever had and they've been doing it for years it's for a family like 60 owned years i
0: love how you just said the, the, softest, the softest most succulent i love roast a beef tender sandwich. roast beef sandwich, sandwich.
7: Oh. <laughs> good lord i'm gonna go get
4: one after this i think now that i've talked about it
0: stephanie march and stephanie hansen co-hosts of the weekly dish right here at fm 107.1 there
6: be a rapid change in cabin pressure oxygen masks will automatically drop from the compartment above your seat free of charge and to start the flow of oxygen, pay your flight attendant $75.63.
3: <laughs> Audible.
0: Audible.com Audible. has more than hundred and fifty thousand titles and virtually every genre. So check it out for yourself. Sign up today at www.audiblepodcast.com slash travel today to get a free audiobook and 30-day trial. My next guest has a really tough job. She's just got the toughest challenge, especially. I mean, we're we're here at the Mall of America. She's the senior editor of shopping, senior editor of shopping in style for Minneapolis St. Paul magazine, Allison Kaplan. How are you?
1: I'm great. It's quite a scam, isn't it?
0: Shopping, admitting it as you just did. That's right. Yes. Wow. (laughs) This just in, I'm shopping.
1: Yes, exactly. I'm working. I am always working at the mall working at the mall. Yes, I'm telling you, this is actually a really good city to be a retail lifestyle reporter because of the Mall of America, because it's such a you know touchstone of what's going on nationwide. Well, you know, I normally, with the exception perhaps of
0: one mall that I've seen in Dubai and maybe this mall, I don't look at malls as <laughs> living, breathing organisms, right? They're just the- like, there's just blocks of cement where people
1: like go this is different. This is different. I mean, this is a this is a city unto itself. It was really ahead of its time. It's really interesting when you look at what's happening with malls now and all, so many And their challenge, yeah. Right. And the retail apocalypse and everything. And you look at what's working around the country and here is the idea of making the mall an experience. That it's not just about a place to go buy jeans and shoes, because we can do that on our phones. We can do that anywhere, but that it's about going to have a experiences to ride roller coasters to go to an aquarium and the mall of america was actually doing that 25 years ago when people thought it was novel now it's really essential to survive
0: well more than that it creates an opportunity for community
1: Right, right. And I think here, especially in the Twin Cities, where, yes, it does get cold. And this is a place where there's always stuff going on in a weird way. It's kind of a town center. I mean, you'll have nonprofits hosting their walks and events and celebrity appearances and so many different things going on, as you can see with the Super Bowl. I mean, this is a huge base for everything happening.
0: And not just because it's Super Bowl weekend, but this is all year long. Let's discuss the sales tax. There in, isn't any! I know! Yes! What happened?
1: I mean, it's it's really one of the things that makes in the Midwest that makes the Mall of America so appealing to tourists is that you can come here, especially if you're a higher end shopper, if you're buying designer handbags and shoes, no sales tax here on clothing and accessories in the Twin Cities, in Minnesota.
0: And my experience is they'll ship it to you, too.
1: Yeah, they will. They sure will. But I mean, really, you know, if somebody's thinking about doing a weekend shopping trip and you're looking at Chicago versus Minnesota, you might think, oh, well, Chicago has more But gosh, that makes a difference. It really adds up when you don't have to pay that sales tax.
0: Yeah, because you see certain cities will have a sort of a moratorium for a weekend every once in a while saying that, you know, there'll be no tax on clothing or this on this weekend only. No, always. This is 24-7, 365. What is
1: on that price tag is what you pay. It's an amazingly great thing. It allows you to budget. It does. And I mean, really, it's something that, you know, I mean, that the retail community here really fights hard to to continue now. And then when it comes up and there's talk of of uh, eliminating that, but it really is a great selling point for Minnesota.
0: But it's also not a coincidence that the Mall of America is located very close to the airport. Right.
1: Right. I mean, this this is, you know, there's not a lot of places where you could get this large of a, a swath of land right in the middle of the city, 15 minutes from downtown, two seconds from the airport. You know, it, it's really and right on the light rail as well. You know, this used to be the stadium. This used to be where the Vikings played. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. In the a middle lot of, of good. A lot University. of good Did them.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, people can not just within the U.S. and you have a huge amount of international visitors coming.
1: In, yes. Yes. Just to
0: come shopping.
1: Yes, I know it's an amazing thing. You know
0: what's what's crazy? They'll come in. I've seen this. They'll land at the airport. They'll come here. They'll never leave here. This is and they'll go back to the airport and leave. I know. And they think they've been
1: to Minnesota. I know. I I, I cringe a little only because I know what an amazing city this is beyond the mall. I love the mall, but I mean, you know, museums and theater and restaurants and parks, there's so much. But yeah, I mean, especially in the winter, I think a lot of locals do it too for a staycation. You know, two hotels attached to the mall, lots of different things to do. It's it's one of the only places I can think of where you can please everyone in the family because you can find something for any age.
0: Now, the sales tax notwithstanding, Mm -hmm. let's be honest here. Every time I'll just speak from my own personal experience, but I know you're gonna gonna agree with this. Every time I come here, I ended up, I don't I don't come here with a list. I just show up, and then I have a certain idea of what I might like to buy. I always leave with nine times more than what I thought I was gonna buy.
1: Really, of course, big shopper.
0: I'm I'm pretty sick. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: All right. No, it's true. Yeah, it's once you start. Well, can I tell you how I buy things? Okay. Okay.
0: I believe that if you like something, you should buy four of them. And the reason is you're never going to see them again. So if I find a pair of shoes I like, I would say I'll take four pair because I know I'll never see them again. I
1: think this is actually a wise strategy and now, you don't want to succumb to trends anymore. Anyway. It doesn't mean I
0: show up at the end of the day saying back up the truck. Right. But, but the, well, I no, could, when but. you have
1: favorites and they're timeless pieces, you might as well. Get it while it's while you can.
0: Right, because if you like it, you should get it. That's right. Because you can't go back and get it again.
1: Right, exactly.
0: That's my excuse. Okay, fine. Uh, and I'm not a hoarder.
1: I b- I believe you. No, I believe good, you.
0: goodwill loves me. I'm sure they. That's do. where we back up the truck. Good. Oh yeah, but I don't come Recycling, home saying I can't believe using. I bought that. No, I know exactly why I bought it. Right. My friends think I'm nuts until I don't. I, but I'm. I'm you're I'm, practical. I'm covered. Yes, I'm covered. But in the Mall of America, Mm -hmm. what's the biggest surprise story for you that you would not expect to find in a mall?
1: Um, you know, I think it's some of the local pop-ups that are happening right now. You know, when you have a mall this size, you don't expect a small maker, you know, company to be able to afford the rent, frankly. And while the, the mall had a ton of local stores when it started, it sort of ebbed and flowed and a lot of them, you know, kind of ran their course and moved out. But there's sort of this revival of um, independent local brands. There's a place right now called Rass Market. It's open. It's a pop-up that goes through the Super but I think we're going to see more of that, and it keeps happening. There's a store called Worker Bee. It's a company in Northeast Minneapolis. They they make honey, local bees, local honey. They okay. do skincare, and they're at the mall.
0: I got to tell you something. I today being a, an exception, perhaps, because I didn't check any bags, so I can't buy the honey because that'll be confiscated by it's the TSA. So good. But everywhere I go, I always will buy a jar of local honey. They're making honey in Iran. Yeah. They're making honey in the middle of the Bosphorus, you know.
1: Well, even if you can't bring it home, you should go to Worker Bee here at the Mall of America because they have a honey bar and you can taste like thirty different honeys and you know from different flowers and different parts of the state and region. It's really fun and it's the kind of experience you can't get online. And I exactly. think that's what shopping and that's what going to a mall is today, and you're gonna see more of that differentiation.
0: We're talking Alison Kaplan with the best job ever, the senior editor of shopping and style for <laughs> Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Okay, it's Super Bowl weekend. Honestly, tell me the truth. Have you bought Super Bowl stuff?
1: I haven't because I'm a bargain shopper and I'll you're wait, gonna wait for till it Monday. To... <laughs> I'll wait till Monday. Also, I bleed purple. You know, I don't need any of these other colors, the blue and the whatever. I'm a Viking fan.
0: So you're in, in mourning right now. <laughs>
1: bit a little bit but you know it is there's a lot of great stuff there's a lot of we're all about the north you know the theme of the super bowl is the bold north there's a lot of bold north apparel and a lot of things that just say north on them i think that's really cool that's what all the hipsters are wearing in the north loop they are here yes and what what are you wearing then i have some north gear i've got a north hat you sort of have to have one these days and yeah i've got a viking shirt too (laughs) it has glitter on it but no eagles (laughs) <laughs> never. never I would never I do it. that. I knew it. Would never do that. Well,
0: after that last game with the Vikings where Brutal. you guys, well, by the way, you guys did not show up. I, I Come knew. on, you didn't show up. I
1: know. I, I think know. I could have been out there.
0: But time. thank you, Allison, for showing up. My baby beside me at the wheel. Cruising and playing the radio with no particular place to go. I should say land of 10,000 frozen lakes this weekend, but that's okay. Spring is just around the corner right after the Super Bowl. Somebody knows about that, at least a couple of those lakes and a few other places. Travel writer, author, and photographer Lisa myers McClintock, How are you?
6: I'm doing fine, thanks. We actually yeah. have more than 11,000 lakes around here, and if you haven't been on a frozen lake, it's a real cool experience to get out on one.
0: Have you gone fishing on one too?
6: I have. I've been to the world's largest ice fishing contest up in Brainerd, which they just had last weekend. And it's phenomenal to see 10,000 holes drilled into a lake and people come from states away to be part of that.
0: I went to Brainerd on, I'm dating myself, North Central Airlines.
6: Oh, my. Yes. And
0: (laughs) also International Falls.
6: International Falls. Absolutely.
0: You drill that hole in the ice. And with enough alcohol, you can actually stay out
6: there. I'm always amazed that people will bring, like, the portable propane or burners so that they can keep their beer from being a slushy. I, th- I think that takes a special person to do that. <laughs> I don't know that I'm that person, but, you know.
0: So how was the beer?
6: I didn't, uh, I didn't ah. partake. All
0: right, but, you know, one of the things I, I, I talk about, especially about the Mall of America and Bloomington, is that so many people will come here mm-hmm. and then not get out and see how great Minnesota is.
6: And you don't have to go far. I mean, you can yeah. literally... Um, You could run down the road and you could be at the Minnesota River Valley National Wildlife Refuge. They have a beautiful visitor center and lots of trails. You can get down um, mountain biking or just hiking along the river. And you don't have to go far. The um, Fort Snelling State Park is just a couple of miles away. You can do your ice fishing or fishing there. You don't have to leave the city, but you can feel like maybe you did.
0: And, And unless there are ice conditions, you can bike it.
6: Right. Well, you know, nobody lets snow or ice get in their way for biking either. Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul's, where the fat tire bikes have been commercially uh, thriving, and you will see people biking in any and all weather this time of year. And you know, the bigger and more bigger your beard and the more icicles you have in it, I think you know the more admirable you are around here.
0: It mm. goes with that whole
6: bold north thing.
0: Manly man.
6: Very manly, you know, yes. and you can take your fat tire bike to, you know, from brewery to brewery. It's Nobody lets the weather keep them indoors around here. <laughs> and that's the great part about winter. There are so many things to do. Um, last Saturday we were in the cities on Lake Harriet, which is in Minneapolis, and it was this phenomenal feeling of community out there. They had a winter kite festival And there was a man from Iowa City who came up with a huge kite that was shaped like a whale. Somebody had a shark. I mean, it was like looking up at an aquarium, but it was in the sky in the middle of winter. And you have all these art shanties out there that people can visit that were just a hoot. And just, you know, everybody was out there all ages, and it was wonderful.
0: And let's not forget the ice castles.
6: Right. You can go down to St. Paul, and you can see the Ice Palace, which is made from blocks that are about... 400 pounds each and I think it took about 4,000 blocks to build that and they chunk that ice out of uh, a actual lake in central Minnesota or you can go up to Stillwater which is a beautiful little town just on the edge of the cities on the St. Croix River and right along the river they build the, um, this is the second year they've built the ice castles there. It's a Utah company that has I believe but this is not
0: an ice hotel.
6: No ice castles To me, it could use a slightly different name. To me, it feels like an ice cave or an ice cavern. They start with 10,000 icicles that they'll freeze overnight once the temperature drops enough, and they'll keep (laughs) building in on them with water until they have this phenomenal formation that you walk through, and there's tunnels and caves and ice slides. And and how long will they keep that up? Um, As long as they can. Last year was not a great winter for it. This year is wonderful. We were there last Saturday. And, you know, the hardest part is actually deciding when to go because if you go during the day and there's beautiful sunlight, you get those incredible glacier blues that are just lovely. Or you can go back at nighttime when they've got all the different colored lights for special effects. And they're both, you know, quite enchanting. Um, but, you know, if you have a date with you, maybe go at night and then you can go out to eat in Stillwater overlooking the river. They've got phenomenal dining.
0: And with enough beer. I just <laughs>
6: still lot it might be more of a wine town than, ah. than a beer slushy I'm just thank okay, explain out loud. to me
0: can can Wonderland
6: <laughs> um can can Wonderland is um it's it's a mini golf destination that's that's the main attraction it's in a former canning factory in St Paul and there are 18 holes um and they're just They're crazy. They're all imagined by artists who also have to be quite good scientists to pull them off. And you know, some of those holes would be totally at home in a Dr. Seuss novel. Like, there's one that's made out of all sorts of recycled musical instruments. So you hit your golf ball up into the air, and it goes into this contraption, and it might roll through a tuba, it might hit a tambourine, it might hit. um,
0: That sounds how I how I play golf anyway. I want to talk about distilleries. Okay. Because and this is not just particular to minnesota or or the twin cities right they're exploding across the country Mm -hmm. i mean whether it's they're making rye or bourbon Mm -hmm. or vodka or gin and you know when i was growing up somebody mentioned any of those i never would have thought of minnesota um
6: well actually we were a pretty darn good hub during prohibition for any and all alcohol moonshine that was famous up by where i live in st cloud i mean that went all over the place um
0: now where is st cloud in, in uh, it's
6: about 70 miles upriver, up the mississippi okay so yeah so there
0: was drinking going on in st cloud oh heck oh, yes yeah. Yeah.
6: they uh yeah they can tell some good stories especially in stearns county of you know the german catholics trying to get through the depression by uh running moonshine on the side <laughs>
0: Exactly, but now it 's all legal
6: it 's all legal, and it uh, makes for another wonderful excuse to hit the road. Um, one of my favorite ones is um up in Duluth and it's the which big, is which is not
0: that far away from no
6: me. it's two to three hours and it 's the most inland port city in the world, I believe, and it 's right on lake superior it 's absolutely a stunning city to go to. And they've just got a great energy there. It's very outdoorsy. It usually ranks in, you know, one of the top cities for, like, Outside Magazine.
0: Doesn't Duluth have the craziest bathtub races and stuff like that on the, the river?
6: Um, that's not ringing a bell. I know okay. in Stillwater you can carve out giant pumpkins and try to paddle down the St. Croix, but...
0: Alcohol is definitely involved
2: there. <laughs>
6: I think that's uh, that would be tippy enough, even sober. But um, Duluth is a very wonderful city to go to. And the entire North Shore, I think, is one of the best hidden gems in the entire country. It is absolutely stunning with the Lake Superior topography. You've got waterfalls, more than eight state parks, hiking galore. You've got the Superior, Superior Hiking Trail, ski resorts. It's really, really beautiful.
0: Well, you mentioned St. Cloud, which is only 70 miles away. You're dealing with, with Duluth, which is two and a half to three hours away. Yep. Using Bloomington, where we are right now, as a hub, <laughs> give me a few more spokes.
6: Um, well, you can go into Wisconsin by the Cable Hayward area. They always host the Biner, which is the largest um, Nordic ski race in the entire North America. And they get people from all over the world for that. And it's really beautiful terrain that's also quite popular for mountain bike racing and run, you know, trail runs. Um, that's in the Schwamegan National Forest. Um, Following the Great River Road uh, down the Minnesota border between Minnesota and Wisconsin is gorgeous. You get all those beautiful bluffs. You can go kayaking in the backwaters of the Mississippi. Um, Great birding. Um, If you go north of the cities to Monticello this time of year, the colder the day, the better your chance of seeing hundreds of trumpeter swans that gather in the open water, which is a really beautiful sight. And it's also, you know, the time of year, that's their equivalent of the singles bar. So they're very vocal and a lot of fun to watch. (laughs)
0: And then, of course, you got the water parks.
6: Yes, you have water parks as well. Great Wolf Lodge just um, redid the Water Park of America, so that's been refreshed, and that's always a nice way to stay indoors. Um, and there are a few places, too, where you've got rooftop hotel, or excuse me, rooftop pools. Um, lots and lots of options, whether you want to be indoors or out.
0: So, what are your great secrets about where we are right now, the Mall of America? What's your go to place?
6: You know, I have three kids, and For us, I mean, they're starting to get into that shopping age. But for us, it's always been about just kind of those magical interactive experiences. When they were young, it was, you know, the Build-A-Bear workshop and the Sea Life Aquarium. Um, The Crayola experience is fairly new. They love that even hitting the teen years. Um, The Escape Room, they had an absolute blast there. What is an
0: Escape Room? It sounds like a Jodie Foster movie.
6: Um, ours the one we were in felt like Mars and it's basically they put you in a room and don't give you a whole lot of instructions and you just have to like look around and figure out clues and try things so it's like you know one person saying, "Okay, look at the pattern of lights. How about if we type in those numbers over here on this keypad?" And somebody's reaching under the steps and finding a cable, which has to plug into something across the room, and and you just eventually keep unlocking things, and you're trying to solve a riddle that's very vague.
1: Hello, uh, this is your captain speaking. There is absolutely no cause for alarm.
0: My next guest hosts, oh, she's on WCCO. She's doing the news. She's doing everything. I mean, what does, uh, and her name, of course, is Roshini Roshkumar. What does this weekend mean to you?
3: Wow, that is a great question. It is really an opportunity for my hometown, my home area to be on the world stage. It's great. There's so much energy here. We're excited. We've been partying. We're going to party more uh, as the actual game happens. (laughs) But it is, it really means a lot. I mean, the game was here when I was in college. So I wasn't uh, in the past in the 90s, I wasn't able to be even in town when the game was here. So this is really exciting. And also to be uh, a radio host and a business owner in this time for our community is fabulous. Now, you're a big foodie. I'm a foodie. I can't cook, but I eat well. You uh, you visit. I visit. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, you know, I spent five years of my life, uh, my, my most memorable years, going to the University of Wisconsin in Madison. So I understand the Midwest. I understand that when I first went there, the definition of sautéed was extremely deep fried. Things have changed. Madison's now a foodie town. So is Bloomington.
3: Oh, yeah. And Bloomington, Minneapolis, all the burbs around here, we blow Madison out of the water. No stop. Offense. No, stop. Oh, no, stop. I mean, you can't even compare Madison to the Twin Cities, Peter.
0: Okay, this concludes our interview. <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: since you opened that door, tell me how.
3: All right, well. If you're in, of course, Bloomington as we are, there are so many restaurants right here in the Mall of America you can check out. You can also go to Chow Bella right on the border of Bloomington and Edina. You could go to Namaste in Minneapolis, Birch Steak in Minneapolis, Meritage, one of my all-time favorite restaurants in St. Paul. Shall I go on?
0: Let's talk about St. Paul for a second because some great ethnic and and French and, and Basque, and you get... It, it, Very cool things in St. Paul.
3: Very cool things. Lots of different neighborhoods. They pride themselves in the neighborhoods. You're going to find Thai. You're going to find Somali food, uh, Hmong food. I mean, you're going to get pretty much uh, the world, the mini globe in St. Paul.
0: So for people who think you're just going to a fish fry, In in, in the Midwest, you got another thing coming when you come here.
3: Right. I mean, you're going to find that in the Catholic churches during Lent. I'm Catholic, so I'll say that. But beyond a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great seafood in this town. Smack Shack in the North Loop of Minneapolis is one place. Smack Shack? Smack Shack. It started as a food truck. Now it's a full-blown restaurant. You got to try it. They've got some of the best bartenders in town too, Peter.
0: So, with enough bartending, drinks doesn't matter what the fish is.
3: Well, if, if you can make a vodka soda more special than any other restaurant, you've got my vote. How do they do that? I don't know. They won't tell me. <laughs> but there are good bartenders all over, but they have some of the best.
0: What? Okay. Somebody visiting you for the first time, not necessarily on Super Bowl weekend, right? Right. Where would you take them?
3: To eat? Yeah. Wow. This is. Do you want fancy or do you want just kind of light? And I fun? want
0: neighborhood cool.
3: Okay. I would take them to Namaste in Uptown Minneapolis. It is a Nepalese restaurant and when the earthquakes hit Nepal a couple of years ago uh, our community uh, led by these Nepalese owners uh, led the way in raising money and bringing uh, movable homes to that community they've got great food you can get it 0 to 5 spice level they also have a bar so that's good too you're coming back to the bar again mango martini peter i oh,
0: see and not hesitating at all to tell me that either now you are actually a sports buff
3: i'm a huge sports buff I'm part of a business community called Dunkers. It's a networking business breakfast group. and uh, not, it a, is not
0: a drinking group. Not
3: a drinking group. No, we, we have breakfast, so there are, there's never alcohol there, uh, except at our Gale every year. you to come back for that. <laughs> but uh, we get to hear from different sports notables, whether they're sports casters or the commissioner of, a, of the NHL when he's in town, all those th- kinds of people. We get first dibs for a closed circuit, uh, off-the-record conversation. And that's awesome. All
0: right, so you're a Vikings fan.
3: I am a Vikings fan.
0: So my condolences after the after the miracle play. I thought they were on the way.
3: I know. I, you know, we have the game against the Saints, and we're going to hold on to that for a long time. But it is a heartbreak. I mean, of course, we all, as Minnesotans and Vikings fans, welcome the world to our community. But that little tinge in the heart that our Vikings aren't uh, at fifty two that that's going to burn for a long time.
0: Yeah. I know. But try not to hold on to that one play too long because it ain't going to help you.
3: (laughs) No, it's not. We're looking ahead to the next season.
0: Well, you don't have a choice.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And as I
0: said earlier in the show, at least you're not the Cleveland Browns.
3: Well, yeah, I don't even want to get into Cleveland. Why? I just don't. Let's just keep it on the purple. (laughs) Keep it on the purple. (laughs) Yes.
0: Will there be Minnesota fans at the game?
3: Oh, yes. Yes. You've been listening to Peter Greenberg
4: Worldwide. Catch us each week as we broadcast from a new location somewhere around the
3: world.
0: If you like Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
2: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.
1: Are you ready for an all new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast.